Joining me right now back on the show is Bellator middleweight contender, John Salter. What's going on, John? Oh, not too much. Just getting ready for this fight. Good, good, man. Well, you know, over the summer, there was probably a fight that you're paying close attention to, which was the main event of Bellator 223, Rafael Lovato Jr. fighting Gegard Mousasi. You know, he got that win, got the title. Did you agree with that decision? Uh, absolutely. I thought that, uh, I don't, I think it was a no brainer. Lovato, uh, put it on him for three rounds. You know, he had a couple of rough rounds, but, uh, I saw some people were trying to argue that Lovato lost the second round. He almost finished him in the second round or no, one of the rounds Lovato lost, he mounted him and almost finished him with elbows before he ended up losing it. So I think, um, he had some, you know, he, he really showed how good he is. I, I thought that was a great decision. Yeah, he's had an incredible run so far, especially winning that title earlier in the year. After that fight, Musasi was throwing around a lot of accusations about Lovato. What did you think of the situation? Um, I mean, you know, I'd love to say uh, all kinds of stuff, but he's being a baby. You know, at the end of the day, Lovato beat me because he's better in the third round than I was. And Lovato beat Musasi because he's better than he is. You can say whatever you want. You can throw around all kinds of accusations and... uh, you know, you be a be a professional. Stop complaining about it and go out there and fight. All right. Well, you know, you returned from your first loss almost, you know, almost five years, man. You've been on a tear, and you took out a dangerous opponent in Chitty and Jakowani in the first round. You know, getting back in the win column as soon as possible. How beneficial beneficial is that for you mentally moving forward with your career? Your career. Oh, it's huge. You know, it's hard. To, um... You know, it's hard after a loss because it's all you can think about. So getting back out there, getting a win, it just, uh, you know, makes everything better. And especially being able to get a quick turnaround like that, I was real happy about. But then you took almost a year off, you know, from competition. Did you feel like you needed to take that time off? No, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't me wanting to take a year off. That was just having trouble getting fights and getting something to happen. Um, you know, I, I don't know the answer to it but um you know i I was trying to fight um yeah i was trying to get a quick turnaround after that fight and it just didn't work out were you training through the whole time or did you take some time off what was going on um you know i relaxed over christmas after you know i fought chitty right after um thanksgiving so i relaxed over christmas and then i came back and jumped into a training camp pretty much um i was hoping to fight before i went to thailand my wife and i went to thailand for two weeks um, in May, so I was wanting to fight before that, and that didn't work out. So as soon as I got back, I jumped right back into training camp. Um, several of my tra- teammates were fighting. Um, so I've been I've probably since that chitty fight, I've probably put in uh, three training camps since then. You know, um, so I've been in really good shape. I probably this is probably entering you know into training for this fight is probably the best shape I've ever been in. You know, seven eight weeks out because of that. Yeah, I saw that you did take a trip out to Thailand. Was that uh, a good time for you to just kind of not think about fighting and, and, and get away from everything? Or did you get, I, I think you did get some training in out there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, we had a uh, good time. Went out there, talked jujitsu for SWAT Ministries, um, who do a lot with uh, human trafficking. And, um, you know, we just spent a week doing that. And then my, me and my wife just spent a week hanging out down in Phuket on the coast. And, uh, you know, it's beautiful down there. Did a little training, uh, a couple different places out there. Had a good time, but. Nothing too hard, just to kind of get away from, you know, uh, that day-in, day-out grind for a little bit. Uh, you know, you need that every now and then so you can jump right back into it. 
did you go anywhere else you know to train not i'm not talking about thailand but any other locations maybe in in the u.s or anything like that throughout the last year yeah i spent a lot of time in charlotte now at uh at jimmo with jeff jimmo is the head coach there a lot a lot of good fighters there um we uh you know for a long time i had a lot of great training partners here but i kind of ran my own camps um there wasn't a great you know him here in wilmington there's not a phenomenal you know all around mma coach out here um you know i've got a boxing coach and uh you know got great training partners like i said but i've been pretty much running my own camps for a long time and the lovato fight showed you know that third round didn't uh didn't go the way it needed to go and i think that showed uh that I got to get back to having a coach. So I spent a lot of time in Charlotte working with, uh, Jeff, Jimmo. I got back with a, uh, you know, the strength coach that I haven't had in a while. And, um, I think it's made a big difference. Other than, like you said, you're in the best shape of your life, you know, heading into this fight. What other benefits have you had by having, uh, uh, the coaches come in and having the strength and conditioning coach helping you out? Um, you know, I'm, I'm always a hard worker. I don't have to have somebody tell me to work hard. But, uh, you know, like anybody else, you get into your comfort zone. You want, you want to do your thing. And um, it's so good, number one, to have people making me do things that I wouldn't normally do on my own. And number two, Jeff is just so good at putting new things together. And for a long time, you know, I was working at getting better at what I do. And I'm back to working on new things now. And I think that's huge. It makes a big difference. Your next stop is Bellator 233 your second straight main event. Does headlining feel any different for you rather than being, you know, lower in the lineup? Uh, no, I mean, obviously it's, it's great. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to say you're the main event. And I think it, it's just, it shows that, you know, all this hard work's paid off, but at the same time, it's really nice when you fight early in the night and you get it over with. And then, so that's the one thing that sucks about a main event. It makes for a long day. Costello Van Stenis. Was he the first option for you when you were returning? Uh, there had been a couple of things thrown around that didn't ever seem like there was any, anything set in stone. And um, Costello made a post tagging me in it saying, uh, you know, he wanted to fight me. And he was a young, hungry guy. I can respect that, you know. And he's a good guy, a good fighter. So it was seemed like a good idea. And uh, they were, my manager kept saying they're having trouble finding fights for me. <laughs> Said, well, if this guy's calling me out, see if they want to make that happen. And uh, it like a week later, they uh, came back with it. So I think it's it's good. He, he's um, he's twelve and one, I believe. I think realistically, he's eleven and two. He lost to Honeycutt, but he still fought a heck of a fight against Honeycutt. He's not an easy guy to handle. He's pretty good everywhere, and he's uh, like I say, he's really hungry, up and comer. So I think um, it makes a lot of sense. So basically, if you cannot fight the top three guys in the division, you're comfortable facing the prospects with good records then? Exactly. You know, I've already tried to fight uh, Machida. And by the time, you know, we had any idea what was going on uh, with Gegard, he was already lined up to fight Machida, you know. And I knew they weren't going to give me a, a shot at Lovato right away. Um, so, you know, I knew I, I needed to. You know, I, I got to stay busy. I want to fight as much as possible. So, you know, a guy, I'll I tell you who I really wanted to fight more than anybody was Carvalho. Um, but it just looks like that fight's never going to happen. I've been trying to get that fight for years now. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. So, you know, Vancinas makes a lot of sense. Um, and uh, so I will stay busy. If I'm going to stay one of the top guys in the division, I got to keep beating people. So 
I'm happy to take any fight that's that's in front of me. It seems like Carvalho he moved up to light heavyweight. Did he was didn't he just fight last week at light heavyweight? Yeah, that was his. Uh, I believe his first fight at light heavyweight. He fought Chitty uh, a few months ago and uh, won a decision against Chitty, and then went up to light heavyweight. And I don't think light heavyweight treated him too well. Yeah, it didn't seem like it uh, from his performance. Now, going back to the Machida and the Musasi fight, you know, was that fight underwhelming to you? I didn't see it. Um, sorry if you're hearing all this. My dogs are all over the place right now. <laughs> I, I didn't see that fight, but uh, talking to several, a couple people that have, um, I've heard that it, it was very close, could have gone either way, and that it wasn't exciting. Um, you know, some guys are hard to fight. Machida's a hard guy to fight, and uh, you either got to pretty much spread him or sit back and wait. So, uh, you know, it's it's hard to blame that on anybody. Machida is uh, just a tough guy to plan for. Now, you said you went through three training camps. This is basically your fourth training camp of the year? Yeah, that's probably about accurate. Because I, I can't you know, just think something's coming, so I better start start getting ready. Because I you know, was saying if something comes up on short notice, I'm ready. Um, so I think it was a good year. I think it's a year I got better. You know, other than the coaches and the strength and conditioning, was there anything else that you focused on separately? Um, you know, I, I would say that just being with Jeff so much where he's given me new stuff to work on. And, um, I think, I think that was just a, a big change. You know, I think every week I go, um, I'm getting new stuff to drill, new things to work on. And I just come back and I've got, you know, great guys in Corey Crumpler, Joe Selecki, um, you know, Jamie Pickett, these guys that are, that are good, tough guys that I can drill with and I can drill stuff all the time. And then, uh, you know, I get back out there at the end of every week, and you know, I got Chase Gamble, Brian Barbarina, um, Scott Holtzman's there, Ricky Rainey, Emple. Um, you know, great, great group of guys there to drill it. So I think it's really changing up a lot, uh, giving me a lot more tools to work with. You know, you go in there in the headliner, you get in there, you get a great win. You know, do you expect to come back at the end of this year? Because you know that Bellator Japan card is coming up on December 29th, and they announced that. They're going to have a three-on-three. Three Three Bellator fighters are going to face off against three Ryzen fighters. Are you interested in that? Absolutely. If that's an option, uh, I'll definitely take it. I think that'd be great. Um, You know, i got to get through this one before I think about anything else. But uh, I like fast turnarounds, and there's not a whole lot that would make me fight right after Christmas, but something like that would for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's hard to train through the holidays, but, you know, we're professionals. If the right opportunity is there, I'll do it. One last thing before I let you go, you know, there's many different types of competitors in MMA. Do you, at this point in your career, do you consider yourself a, a martial artist or more of a prize fighter? Um, I think, you know, a martial artist. I think there's, uh, you know, I'm a guy that goes out there with a game plan or a backup game plan. But, you know, if if you took away the sport, I'd still train. I'd still be working, tech, you know, to be technical. And, um I just, I don't like being out of the gym. So, um, you know, I'm not a guy that's just going out there to bang, going out there to try and be technical and uh, do everything right, you know. So I think uh, you're definitely right. There's two different types of people. And I don't think one's necessarily better than the other, but I'm definitely, I would lean towards being a martial artist. All right. Well, you know, I'm excited for your return. November 8th, Bellator 233, Thackerville, Oklahoma. May, yeah, it's going to be awesome, man, to see you back in the cage. I want to see you get that rematch, man. I think that that's going to be a different fight when it happens. I think so. Um, you know, he's a tough guy. I know he's getting better himself. But uh, 
I think that's definitely one that uh, that I can make go the other way. But I, I hope hope to get there. Hope to make that happen. All right, man. Thank you so much, John, for the time and uh, good luck on the fight and in your future. All right, thanks so much. Great to talk to you.